0: Page for hours. Please.
1: Kiss me. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate Cage cast, where we discuss each of the National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces and his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom that we can from his character that week. And I'm Adrian. And I'm Donioso Columbaco. Columbico.
2: I am Linda Parmesan.
1: Oh <laughs> and on that note, this week we're talking about 1984's Birdie by Alan Parker, uh, with the cage second fiddle to Matthew Modine. It's a Vietnam kind of best friend kind of guy who wants to turn into <laughs> a bird and learn to fly, kind of insane asylum flashback structure, dramedy, coming of age thing. Thing. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a thing. With the whole tit, it, it has whole one tit. entire tit, nipple well, and all. Yeah, uh, were there only those two tits, or were there four in this movie? I wasn't counting.
2: Just the two, I think.
1: Just the two, okay. Yeah, they usually I mean, come to in be pairs. Fair, the... <laughs> <laughs> the
2: whole. I, I, tit. I mean, the,
1: the the theme of tits did get a lot of buildup before they actually showed up in that post prom scene. <clears throat> there,
0: yeah, because women are just nothing but mammaries.
1: Uh, According to Matthew Modine, anyway, Uh, on on the subject of the illustrious Mr. Modine, this is actually the middle of uh, Matthew Modine's 1980s Vietnam trilogy, basically, because as we all know, he is Private Joker, from Full Metal Jacket, and before this uh, was actually his big break, Um, he was in Robert Altman's Streamers, which is also about Vietnam, um, and before that, he just had small roles in, in, in and <laughs> stuff, and then, uh, Robert Altman, uh, financed streamers himself, it's based on a play, and he's, he's like, you know, I want to be able to cast this shit myself, I don't want big-time Hollywood leads, and so, Matthew Modine was plucked from obscurity.
2: Yay!
1: Yay! And the and world we is have better him. for
0: it.
2: It
1: is! It is. Uh, So, today's movie, you guys may have noticed, is uh, full of references from Nicolas Cage's character Al telling Modine's character Birdie that he should wrestle. I was gonna ask
0: uh, you something about that, actually. I was gonna ask, from a gay perspective, how gay were they?
1: You know, well, you know i I can I can I can tell you how hot they were
2: and, they, and there
1: was uh, they were they were both they were doing pretty fine on that is it's a gym that's just a gym out here. yeah mom, it's a gym. it looks kind of gay to me <laughs> It's only gay if we cuddle <laughs> <laughs> there was no kissing involved it's not gay Hey, hey
2: hey 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 in his words quote Oh, we weren't queer for one another or anything like that, sir. We were uh, just a couple of normal, crazy Philly kids.
0: Yeah, it's totally normal to give a windmill to your best friend. Huh? Don't
1: ask. Let's drive our unregistered car to Coney Island so you can swim naked in the ocean while I watch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see how long I can hold my breath, Al! Man, I wait, made you this bird soup, but I'm
0: not gay for you or anything.
1: <laughs> so l- later on, later on, uh, when when they got when they got those uh, those jersey those jersey skanks, and uh, Cage is doing it to the chick under the boardwalk, and Matthew Modine is not doing it to his chick five feet away. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, five feet away. Yeah, he's like, I've seen how long I can hold my breath. Do you want to try? That so should have been blowjob invitation right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a Jersey stink after all.
2: That was an It was an like invitation. Jersey Shaw, 65.
1: Jesus
0: Christ.
2: Well, and I'm sure we'll get into it later, but uh, that, that scene with uh, where... Uh, Al is holding Bertie and they're both in the pigeon suits. Is that? Oh yeah. Is that furry? Uh, feathery. Uh, the suits better,
1: <laughs> you know. Huh. I mean, you know, there's there's some some ferverts, you know, go along those lines. You get the scaly ones and all that, you know.
2: Hmm. So
1: they weren't yiffing, you know. they were squawking.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it all depends on whether they paid the extra money to get the suits made with the necessary attachments. Yeah, oh, my. Some of those zipper off because it's like, huh, I'm going to a con. Maybe I shouldn't wave my my two-foot long fake dong in front of the children. This will all <laughs> make sense once you actually get to the scene Yeah, yeah.
2: okay, yeah for, so... for
1: those of you following along at home, if you ever see this movie, it'll make total sense. No, it well, won't. I mean, the movie won't make sense, but what we're talking about will make
2: sense. <laughs> Your kids are going to uh, love it. I mostly uh, mentioned the
1: wrestling, though, is because uh, M- Modine uh, went on to star in Vision Quest.
2: Hell yeah, he did.
1: With Linda Fiorentino and Madonna, uh, which was actually shot in Spokane. Oh. And it was actually uh, shot before this movie, but released afterwards.
2: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, that Ooh. one. that one by the illustrious Harold Becker. Oh. Yeah. Oh. The more you know.
2: The more you know. Uh, so this is uh,
1: th- today's movie. Uh, it's, it's a Vietnam movie. At least it sort of peripherally involves the Vietnam War. Uh, there's, there's, not, there's not a lot of them being in the shit, although both characters were in the shit. Um, but it's, it's based on a book by William Wharton, also called Birdie, although that one is set in World War II, and it was only written six years prior. So, huh. they weren't really bringing it up to date so much as they were just like, hey, so let's just do an entirely different wool. Yeah, like a recent wool, maybe.
0: Yeah, more. Or maybe topical. they figured
1: a 60s period piece was less expensive than a 40s period piece.
0: That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but William Wharton's, uh, he, he, uh, some of his other books were adapted into films. Uh, the movie Dad with Jack Lemmon and Ted Danson is based on one of his books. And there's this World War II thing called A Midnight Clear, which I don't know anything about except I've heard the title before, but that's based on him too. Uh, Wharton was American. Uh, he is now dead. Um, and um, he was, uh, somehow he was insanely popular in Poland. Oh. So much so that he actually wrote books exclusively for the Polish market at one point. <laughs> Who no, knew that Posh can read?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I or, apologize no, for my racism. you
2: apologize
1: the wild potato.
2: I apologize for my brother. I, I, I apologize, apologize for my brother. I apologize for my
1: racism.
2: No, I'm just apologizing for you in general. <laughs> well, At least we well, aren't a swandy Romanians. Uh, speaking of family tradition... Speaking
1: of family tradition... Um. So, uh, uh, as unremarkable as this movie is, it is a uh, landmark of one thing. It's the first film score by Peter Gabriel, uh, amazing solo artist and once uh, lead singer of Genesis. Um, he was given uh, a very a very tight schedule in which to deliver the score. Uh, in fact, he did it in a weekend. Um, and uh, on his music computer, he uh, recycled elements from songs from his uh, pre- uh previous two albums, from Security and from his uh, untitled third album. So if, if you've heard Peter Gabriel music before, you're going to recognize uh, parts of Rhythm of the Heat and uh, Wallflower, that, especially Wallflower, and Family in the Fishing Net, and San Jacinto. Um, Peter Gabriel later scored Martin Scorsese's Last Temptation of Christ, which is a much better movie and has a much more complete score.
2: <laughs> well, they probably also gave him more than a weekend. Yeah, they,
1: they they he had more than a weekend and uh also his music didn't have to share space with freaking Richie Valens songs for no reason.
2: Right? Like that was weird.
1: <laughs> now, now, uh to its credit, Birdie is one of the few uh the Vietnam theme. movies uh made in the 80s and afterwards that doesn't uh that isn't dominated by like um uh Creedence Clearwater Revival and Jimi Hendrix music. Thankfully. Cuz cuz well, like, like apparently so. Yeah, well, it, apparently you can't do a Vietnam Adore. scene without playing Fortunate Son, you know, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, or Voodoo Child or something, or, uh, or frickin', uh, you know, Gimme Shelter. Or and another one that frequently gets used for that is "Time Has Come Today" by the Chambers Brothers, even though the song's freaking awesome and it has nothing to do with your stupid old Vietnam. This is true.
2: Well, and now Apocalypse Now makes me think of uh, like the Doors and like the correlation between the Doors and the Vietnam Vietnam War. Yeah, see,
1: that one that one was better. It was a little more alternative because that also had mm-hmm. Flash Cadillac, you know, and and uh, the Stone song is Satisfaction. True, true. And and it's a good movie. <laughs> Uh... which is a minor point but still. <laughs> I um so uh I'm just going to say it. I couldn't help but feel that um that Vietnam was sort of tacked on to this movie mm-hmm. in some in some senses like like the the movie well. the, the flashback scheme of them being uh of being them being teenagers in Philadelphia like that's the movie. Yeah and but... and the rest of it almost didn't I don't know It still would make sense to up
0: it to the Vietnam War in a production stance versus saying, let's make it World War II, because a lot of other movies at the time were kind of focusing more on that as well.
1: Yeah. No.
2: And uh, And, the author uh, said he didn't care, so.
0: Like, give me (laughs) my money.
1: (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, can I share my quote?
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, share your quote. Yeah, we already mentioned his name. That's William Wharton, everybody. Check for your local library.
2: When uh, when asked about the uh, the screenplay and the movie, he never read the screenplay, never saw the movie, but he said, "quote I think it's pretty impressive they did it. And how could I have negative feelings about getting so much money? Anyway, the book is intact; they can't touch that." End quote.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a man who knows. <laughs> that makes him better than James Yeah. <laughs> You ever see James Elroy interviewed? No. Never. Oh, oh, you like that, like Confidential, the movie, huh? Yeah. You read my book? No, you didn't read my book. You're useless to me. Useless. <laughs> wow. that, that's 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 uh, that's yeah. I'm not I'm not really exaggerating. I mean, I am a little bit, but not as much as. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: a little bit about. Um, uh oh uh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, okay. I was I was just gonna say where the today's today's film um was shot by uh Michael Saracen, uh, who's Alan Parker, director Alan Parker's regular uh, DP. Um he, uh he he shots like most of his movies, but he did not shoot Pink Floyd the Wall. Uh Michael Saracen also worked with Harold Becker quite a bit. Hmm.
2: And uh the writers of the screenplay were Sandy Krupp. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> and uh, Jack Bear.
1: Uh, yeah, they didn't do a whole hell of a lot, did they? Well, no.
2: I, I, from my to my understanding, it, it was really like a really really difficult task because the book is more like internal dialogue and oh uh, that
1: explains some of the weird lapses. Okay. Some <laughs> yeah. of the weird lapses.
2: <laughs> and it would keep bouncing in the in the book, apparently it would keep bouncing between uh Bertie's perspective and Al's perspective. Right. And right. of course a lot of Bertie's wasn't verbal and it, yeah. it, they said it was a lot of poetry involved in it. Yeah. And
1: metaphor. So I won't be reading this book, by the way. Oh,
2: gosh. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, the budget was estimated at $12 million, and in the U.S., it grossed $1.45 million.
1: I'm noticing a trend here with Cage's 1984 movie. Yeah. Yeah,
2: the the trend goes... (laughs) <laughs> I thought you meant
0: the trend of just grabbing women's tits and talking about how they all
1: want to fucking Well, yeah, I was going to talk about that. Yeah, no, so yeah, they they, they're, they are they are universally period pieces, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> none of them made money. And and he plays he always plays like a super ethnic death hornball. Yeah, yeah,
0: who's ripped? He was a lot more ripped in this one and more eager to show that off, it seemed.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we see him shirtless in every one of his films. Well, we um, see a
0: lot of nudity in this. There's Well, in mean, this yeah. one, we
1: see a lot of the Modine, by the way. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah, is like you a spiritual sequel to Racing with get the Moon. Into that later we have because... almost the entirety of Modine in this film. Like there's there's a couple inches of skin we missed, but that's just the technicality.
2: Yeah, oh, and we... We have to get into that later because uh, that is a uh, pardon the pun a bone of contention for me. <laughs> um, a little bit oh. on Oh sorry, go ahead. Oh
1: yeah, uh, you're going you were were you going were you going to talk about uh, the the, uh, the mystery of Cage's teeth?
2: Uh, I was going to get into that, but uh, uh, yeah, it. so <laughs> uh, he was like full method acting mode apparently for this movie Uh, he had to have two baby teeth removed at the time and so he figured fuck it why not use it and uh he asked the the dentist to not use any sort of anesthetic so he could use the pain for his character I mean that's possible. <laughs> I mean, you know method
1: acting's a time honored thing, you know, yeah, yeah, like no. you okay. know uh, Dustin Hoffman and <laughs> Brando and Al Pacino and cocaine. Yeah.
2: Our EVP keeps picking up on, on a Donny ghost saying cocaine.
0: It's not a okay. Donny ghost. There's a pimp named Slipback that lives here. He's a ghost, and every now and then he keeps offering me cocaine. I tell him, no, I don't want the sweet, sweet cocaine.
2: <laughs> sweet cocaine. Is it really just Nick Cage like, method acting. oh
1: I, I happen to have the movie running silent in the background here and and we're in the part where the nurse uh comes and finds cages in the supply closet and she comforts him and he grabs her boob
0: yes and he says, again that's the way a woman's Speaking heart
1: of well sorry i haven't uh, you know been around a woman in a long time so honk honk,
2: and the aforementioned
1: modine scene after the prom where she's all like well uh, you were so sweet to take me out, even though you weren't into it. And um, how about a dab of sex? That
0: was the funniest, most awkward thing. Of I'm gonna weigh your tits in my hands and
1: jiggle I mean, them. It was, it it was, like it was a
2: handshake. He
1: was, he was following up the scene earlier. It's like, huh? These are those mammary glands yeah. I was mentioning.
2: They are kind uh, of. Let's see dappity. if they get in the way. Badoing,
1: bedoing, These ba-doing, are the boobs I have read so much about. <laughs> on that scene, I felt like that was an opportunity to really, to really, really sort of just like make the bottom fall out for the audience, you know, and be like, mm. you know, have have one of those real oh fuck moments. And I feel like they yeah. they, they dropped they dropped a tit on that one. <laughs>
2: sure. Because
1: <laughs> you get because you, you get <laughs> you, you, you got it, it it's all too on the beat, you know what I mean? Like like she's all like, well, sex, and he's all like, number one, number two, and she's all like, oh, this is awkward hey, let's look in the mirror of that other car. Other people have <laughs> sex. What's with them? We don't know how. Modine's like, I agree, but it's fine. I'll see you in class.
2: Better go now. So yeah, <laughs> what I did you guys right think of you? the movie? Hi, Johnny. You're my favorite customer. <laughs> it was... Yes, 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 yes. That's No, no,
1: that's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs>
2: I'm not finished uh, talking about his method acting, though. Um, well, hi, doggy. I gotta say, okay, so... He thought that having his face all blown up uh he it would hurt to eat so he lost 15 pounds for the film and also he left his bandages on uh for 5 weeks according to him it was throughout filming but I, I don't know if this is like after they did the 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 flashback uh scenes I don't know I don't know how it works but Now
1: do we know whether or not the Philadelphia stuff was shot first? I have no idea. Because I was I thinking, like, it. with the tooth missing and all that, you see him smiling in the Philly scenes. I don't know if he just like got got an implant shoved oh, in, right? Quick.
2: yeah. You know, actually, when I I was uh watching the uh like I, I was looking at his smile when he first meets Birdie, and he seemed to have a uh you know he seemed to have all of his teeth then. Yeah,
1: I thought he had all of his teeth. I I don't know. Like maybe maybe we're just making fun of it. And, you know, it's maybe. it's it's the movies. They got movie trickery. It's magic. Like they could have just black <laughs> one of his teeth that they thought the character needed that, but you know, well, he, not but for
2: Cage, t- not for our not, not treasure. good enough
1: for Cage, yeah.
2: But um, it, he said that if he woke up sleeping on the side where the bandages were the heaviest, he'd wake him, he'd make himself turn over because "quote unquote" that was the side that hurt. <laughs> okay. uh, <fair> enough. <laughs> I've got to say, at this time in his life. Uh, He said, he was talking about how it was uh, difficult to make friends. So it was about this time in his life where he says, quote, It's difficult to make friends. There aren't too many people I feel comfortable with right away. I met Johnny Depp playing Monopoly in a club. I'd been seeing his ex-girlfriend. At first we didn't like each other, but then we did. I told him he should be an actor, and he said, no, I can't. He could, he did, and the rest is history. But I do find it difficult to get along with other people. Not many are from the same tribe as me. End quote. So, for better or worse, she brought us Johnny Depp.
1: All right. Hey, 1984. Same year as uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street Part One. Y'all. So. His death in that movie is like the most metal thing.
2: Isn't it though? Uh, (laughs) The human
0: body does not have that much blood.
2: It doesn't matter. It was awesome. (laughs) It was. It was. And furthermore,
1: I'm your boyfriend
2: now. (laughs) Um, This movie apparently has the uh, first use of a sky cam and a feature film for the flying scene, such as it is.
1: A computer-controlled camera on wires.
2: Exactly. And um, I totally felt like I was flying. And... absolutely
1: on on uh on a camera suspended by four cranes
2: <laughs> and i was flying by and looking to the side like at the dog and oh, to hi, my parents. Doggy. oh hi doggy you're my favorite customer <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh uh oh, one more one more production detail and i didn't i didn't find anything on this but i just i just think i'm right um there's the part. There's the part in in there's the Vietnam flashback with with Matthew Modine in Vietnam, and he sees the bird, and the bird takes the air, and then there's the big flock of birds. I'm pretty sure they just reused the shot of the bats from Indiana Jones and in the Temple of Doom, but I can't find a source for that online. <laughs>
2: wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it wouldn't
1: be the first time. Like Citizen Kane, there's one part where re-screen projected. There's some footage from King Kong, wow. and there's pterodactyls that that are passing for birds in that scene.
2: Oh, yeah. All it needed was a, a scene of like a car going off the cliff and blowing up. Right. <laughs> um, also, additionally, uh, Matthew Modine didn't actually audition for the part of Bernie, and he was uh, apparently quite shocked when he got it because he didn't think that he was going to get the lead role.
1: But... Yeah, I-, I heard that he wanted Al originally.
2: Yeah, yeah, everybody Which wants Al. Would
1: have been would have been different. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but. Uh... Yeah, uh, he said that uh, he used the the thought of the, like, I guess he was channeling the spirits of anybody who had been harmed in a war before and uh, to inform his character uh, and his suffering. Either way, no matter what the fuck he did, I thought he did a great job.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no complaints. Uh, also, you know, in addition, you know, to getting to getting some pretty good Matthew Modine here, uh, we also got more Cage in this movie than we have in most of the recent movies. Yeah, it's the most Cage yeah. we've actually got since Valley Girl.
2: He's acting the fuck out of this movie.
1: Oh yeah, 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 and, and uh, you know, in in and in all that wraparound, you know, present day hospital stuff, he's got that, that bandage all, all wrapped around his face like a diaper,
2: <laughs> like a face diaper. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so yeah. Maybe we should explain to the folks at home who aren't actually going to watch this movie that that uh, the, the the present day in this movie is in, is set in a military mental hospital where uh, where Nicholas Cage as Al Columbato uh uh is is brought in to visit his uh like I guess catatonic uh friend Matthew Modine as Birdie mm-hmm. to sort of bring him out of it and there's like that doctor who's so, supposed to be sort of uh,
0: his superior
1: his superior yeah yeah kind of a little bit little bit of a heavy
2: a little bit of a racist yeah you know. <laughs> yeah and, you know
1: uh matthew modine you know he is uh he's those pretty uh flashbacks of uh working out in the gym trying to fly the outdoor gym out back of his house in in uh crappy rundown philadelphia and uh he was pretty ripped in this film so i'd say he had about 40 pounds of fapping power <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so uh shall we get into it well yeah, yeah.
0: It. what did you think of the movie did you like it or no
2: I I found
1: it uh I found it flawed in a number of ways. Um, I think it is it, in some ways it's it's better than the ones we've been going through recently. Um, than some some of the ones we've been going through recently. Anyway. Um, like like I don't I don't I don't think it's uh this is kind of mean. I'm not I'm not sure it's as together as uh, Racing with the Moon was. Oh.
2: Um, oh. Yeah, well. <laughs> man, I, no,
1: just. <laughs> Because Raising with the Moon was a bunch of disconnected bits, whereas this one there's there's a lot of stuff that just feel felt to me like actually uh superfluous. Mm-hmm. Like 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 they were just putting it like like I don't I don't I'm not I'm not convinced this movie needed to be two hours long either.
2: No. Um, I enjoyed watching it, but um, and I, I, really enjoyed the fuck you ending, but um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, that's what it was. <laughs> but, <all>
1: together, like, <laughs> that's what as, it was. You're
2: right. I have to agree that it's flawed. It's,
1: it's the ending. It, the um. ending is why I question whether or not the Vietnam theme even needed to be present, actually. Cause I'm like, okay, well. so this is going to be one of those tragic things. He gets back to his friend. And you know his friend, you know, like he's he fly like a bird off the damn. Oh wait, no, there's a roof down there. Oh, he didn't die.
0: I think it then, was and, kind of essential though, just because that the Vietnam compared to World War II, we had to deal a lot more realistically at the time with PTSD and people recognizing yeah. mental illness that came from yeah. people coming back from the war. It's like no, that's,
1: I, I I get that, yeah. but what I'm saying is is that I don't I I I feel like in some ways they didn't quite own it.
0: No, I i actually compared to every other shit fest we've watched i really loved this movie but it was frustrating as hell and the only thing i could come up with as a conclusion to this is it's like it's like a disappointing date where it's like you're having kind of fun you're not sure so you decide okay i'm gonna give this a chance and then they decide hey i want to touch your boob like well i don't know i'm kind of protective (laughs) of my boob it's like come on i just want to touch some boob it's like all right i guess i'll give you some boob And you're like, hey, this is kind of nice. Things are going well, and then the ending comes along, and then you're filled with regret. Like, I gave you boob for this. Fuck that. And it's like this. I almost cried. A
2: handshake.
0: (laughs) I almost cried in this movie,
1: and it made me really
0: pissed.
1: No, I think, I think, I think the 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 uh, the answer to that riddle of the Sphinx is Alan Parker. This This is this is this is this is why this this I. I, I, okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I have what amounts to a bi- bias against this guy. Uh, really, this dude really pisses me off because he is not incompetent. You know, he can, he can, he can put things together up to a point, and he's toying with becoming like a good filmmaker. You, you see little elements there. You're like, oh wow, you know, maybe this is gonna be like that one time you delivered a decent movie with Midnight Express. You know, <laughs> which, if you ask me, it was the only time. Um, yeah. Um, and, but, uh, on, but almost invariably, uh, he's like that, an odd guy who made it enemy of the gates where he's like, got, got three things out of five, but he can't get the other two. He just, chose. yeah. Well, it and, just, and it's really yeah. frustrating because you see it, you see it approaching becoming a good or a great movie. And, yeah. and, but, but it, but it doesn't have its, its head together enough to do the whole movie.
0: Well, yeah, it just felt kind of like you combine part or elements of an art film with a real film it's like i actually got invested in this i'm like okay i want to see where this is going because something i felt was kind of missing was was birdie actually a bit autistic or what the fuck because just his general oddity and his disassociativeness with everyone right
2: i'm pretty sure that um i i looked it up and i'm pretty sure that he has what they call species dysphoria where Uh, he he relates to another another species well, I mean, That altogether. was kind of
0: obvious but it was also just completely disassociative of everyone everything he well, did revolved around birds even his wanting to eventually right. fuck a bird right
1: i, I just well uh, you'd think it being like the kind of uh you know weird introspective kind of a character thing that it was is that yeah. we would get more of a handle on it and we don't really get in yeah. why cuz he's sort of that way all along yeah. and you know uh we we got a story about a wicker chair yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah but i feel like i don't well i don't know I, I feel like that's kind of life though i mean well, does anybody I mean, have to have a, a reason for being it, it, it and is helped. and
1: it can be but uh, it, in, a, in a movie like i, I don't know uh, well it's it's, you you it's know, like you it, say it, that linda it, it but Then it's like
0: if you have friends that are like that you still talk with your friends about what the fuck is their deal and that's just you can say that yeah that's life. people have oddities but you're still going to question people after they're not there what the fuck is their deal
2: Yeah, it's like that time where you kept wearing that like cat kegurumi and going up to people and yelling No Well, that was a (laughs) phase. Donnie, what what's going on? (laughs) What what's happening?
1: I see what this is. Y'all were just judging me for all those (laughs) furry conventions. Yes like the
0: indomitable Earlier. racist mel gibson said if this is all you see of me then you don't
1: see everything
2: <laughs> <laughs> you mean the-
1: yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay well i'm gonna venture to say that maybe birdie's problems rooted from his mannish mother see that's also something i noticed too was the contrast between their
0: parents was that nick cage had the overbearing father and the coddling mother but then it was exactly switched around with Bertie's parents too
1: which, and, uh, they should have done some 1960s wives. swap
0: oh no no i there's something that in my head i kept kind of holding back because i didn't like that My kept finding grounds for this to root up as an actual theory but i legitimately started thinking this movie was gonna be like jacob's ladder because everything <laughs> you know, actually in it that's actually sense. one of the
1: movies i kept thinking about it's like oh, even the they, end of
0: the movie they, when he's like you see spoilers birdie and him escape the mental asylum and he thinks birdie falls or flies off the fucking edge of a building and dies but then he's just no he's fine he's looking back at Nick cage like what i landed on another rooftop i'm okay what's your problem and nick cage just has this moment where he has a look of realization like oh fuck maybe this is all in my head and I was like, please, God, say that's exactly yeah, what the fuck's that would, been happening. Yeah, that, no,
1: that's what another movie yeah. would have been. Because you get the creepy bits with the doctor and his secretary talking yes. to Cage as if he were a mental patient. Cage yeah. thinking that he's cracking up. Yeah. And if he looks over the side of the roof and Bertie's not there. Yeah, see, that's what I was expecting. Right. Even I when don't know if that would have made a better him. movie, but that would have made a movie that made sense.
2: Yeah, that, cause, I mean, I kept getting but, that feeling, too, because there were some times where like, it was like, it, wait a minute, is he the patient?
0: Yeah, it's like when they first meets Birdie in the asylum, and it's like the doctor keeps hinting at, what do you see? What does he look like to you? And-
2: yeah, yeah,
1: what do you think? What do you think your friend, huh? What do you think? What are you asking me? Yeah, I mean, yeah. if this was a Jacob's yeah, Ladder movie, it would that, have been fucking beautiful. That whole beautiful. thing with him not trusting the doctor and holding back information from him, and then at the end yeah. when he calls right. Birdie, Birdie, in front of him the first time, and he's like, what do you mean, Birdie? It's like, oh yeah, I didn't reveal anything to you when you are his doctor. Yeah. yeah
2: right. Um,
1: right. But, um... I mean, yeah, for 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 good. Well, I mean, yeah, no. Jacob's Ladder is one of the two movies that that uh, that, that the other movie. This reminded me of in in fits and Starts was Brazil a little bit, yeah. And that's because yeah. uh, Adrian Lyon and uh, Terry Gilliam on those films, who are both auteurs in their own right for for good or for ill. Um, you know, they're 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 filmmakers that Alan Parker is sort of in the shadow of. He's like kind of like like trying to like edge in on this kind of thing. It's like I want to do this uh post industrial period mise scene thing. Yeah. But, but, and he, and he, and he doesn't know, he doesn't really know how. I can do movies like you guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he is. It's like they the, the hang his movie on the fridge, you know? Yeah. He did, he did Pink Floyd the Wall, which is a cult film. It's, 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 a, it has its audience. Okay. I don't, I, I, <laughs> you <yeah>, get cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait. Uh, Pink Floyd the Wall, though. Uh, this, this might be divisive, but I think it's, I don't think it's any good. Um, no. I don't, I don't, I, but then again, I'm also not a freak for Pink Floyd. If I want my prog rock, I'll follow Mr. Gabriel on over to Genesis. Yeah. Uh, or yes, or King Crimson, or pretty much oh, Alan Parsons' yeah. project, you know, like Are the Apple. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's God. How you doing? <laughs>
0: uh well yeah. we did get another theme running with cage when he continues to tell us repeatedly that he's an amazing handsome man and he actually did again get another woman by going to war so yeah. i mean it is yeah. kind of working for him yeah
1: racing racing in the moon and best of times yeah, yeah. and much. i still think very it's much.
0: another time travel epic where he's just teleported <laughs> from world war ii samuel beckett wise from quantum leap <laughs> into the vietnam war
1: and uh, boy. <laughs> Private Joker was already in a Vietnam Time Warp there, you that's know, true. couldn't get out. See, it all ties together neatly.
2: <laughs> See, Sam, uh, what we're showing is, uh, Gucci's saying you need to grab the tit, the whole tit!
0: Yeah, grab a
1: by <laughs> the, the tit! The, uh, uh, grab him the whole tit! Uh, then, he, then he says, full tits, uh, what is it, soft tits, fleshy tits? <laughs> Some as big as your head! <laughs> And there's, there's the there's that part where they're where they're where they're under the boardwalk and Cage is getting laid after seeing Zimmy the Fishman, mm-hmm. and that one that one chick is, is is like, so Matthew Modine, yeah, you do sports, you on a team, yeah. And I'm well, thinking, we like, gotta, oh my we gotta God. do that
0: right if you are gonna go through the scene. It's just.
1: <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, so the back you
2: back like there, the
1: study, huh? I <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, live around here much. Or uh, you seen that weather? Or... No, it's like it's like well, this this Jersey skank sounds like every bitch who ever cut my hair. You know? It's like oh, it's so nice day.
2: Yeah, you like school? It's like shut the hell off. <laughs> Matthew Bodine is busy
1: trying to hold his breath there
2: the quote is we're talking tits here big tits, round tits, fleshy tits full tits but Al, the
1: tits just get in the way
2: <laughs> they're needed they're
1: necessary they're not in the way, Bertie <laughs> you gotta memory listen to the crap glands. they talk about this <laughs> same as on a cow but only in a more stupid place <laughs> stupid old mammary glands
2: there sure were a lot of boobies i'll
1: show you all one day i'll make pacific heights and then you'll fear me jesus oh boy (laughs) i still love you matthew modine we forgive you pacific heights
0: no we don't
2: and we first really meet oh well no i guess it's not the first scene but like the first flashback scene cage is playing baseball with a bunch of kids
0: well yeah that's because his little brothers there. there
2: And he's like, hey, that bird weirdo stole
1: my knife. Hey, what Oh, you <laughs> well, guys.
0: Even then in the movie, they don't really mention his age. And I'm like, is this kind of like he's supposed to be just out of high school? And well, he said ready he said the they draft?
1: were he said the bait the, the balls thing went on all through high school. Okay. Yeah. So I think the idea was he's is a that twenty something year and old high school Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, well
1: in, in eighty four he was only nineteen. Yeah. Um, right. but um Modine, however, was twenty five. Um but uh I think I think at that point in time they're both supposed to be like fourteen, fifteen.
2: And I okay. think Modine seems like younger than he does in this
0: movie. He kinda
2: does, but enough. it still yeah. comes
0: off like I am fifteen year old Dewey Cox.
2: That's well, like going fast. I'd say that like it, it it's, I'm happy that he was older because I, I I I wouldn't have been comfortable otherwise seeing all that Modine. Yeah, oh. it's nice that we, we got Modine when he
1: was uh, you know, of age. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, no. So we get
1: we get uh, naked Modine uh, in his cell, crouching on That's the edge of the bed, to. looking at the window in bird mode.
2: And we get naked scene, Modine
1: swimming in the New Jersey ocean.
2: And in that scene where he's uh, perching like a like a bird, in the dude, you see um, his
1: butt crack. I hardly noticed.
2: <laughs> Um I know that in a couple of the episodes in the past we've talked about the method of acting that was first brought by Judge Reinhold, where you keep a you keep a giant dong in your prison pocket. And, yep. yeah, yeah. and um, we know we know for a fact that Modine did not need the dong because we didn't we would have seen it.
1: That's true. It would have slipped out there, probably. yeah, we for
2: sure would have seen it.
1: He could be. Dolphin the, that heartfelt moment would have been quite different.
2: <laughs> oh. He's a good enough actor without it. But now, is it is it time um, to say that the biggest fucking letdown in this whole goddamn movie was that we he did didn't not fuck the see the bird? No, you fucking freak. He was two and those are that a bird. What is. <laughs> How was she going to fuck that
0: bird yeah. that too small? <laughs> he was going to split it in half. <laughs> he wouldn't <wanted to laughs> fuck that bird. You can't tell me he wasn't kissing her breast after fondling the other Aww. chick's tits. And making the boyfriend bird jealous. Is
2: he going to put bird seed on his thong?
0: You know, for the record, we never did see that male bird knock up the other bird, so he could have jizzed all over <laughs> his favorite bird, and those could have been his little Modine babies. Oh my god, this is the interspecies Vietnam movie.
2: Kill us! Birdie <laughs> <laughs> 2. <laughs> I cast. finally
3: achieved what I wanted. I'm a bird. <laughs> you know, in the
2: book, he actually refers to... The no, well, no, but... Oh. Um, Kind of. I mean, oh. he uh, he refers to Perda as his wife, and the, mm-hmm. the the bird babies are he he calls them his own.
0: Validated.
2: Yeah, he said that they had 11 children.
1: Yep. So. Ew.
2: Yeah. yeah there's that
1: part where he goes to buy the bird and they're in that room with the old people and the old guy is blowing on the big bird <laughs> and, and it's like he just lets all the birds in together it's like a roman orgy but I don't let them have sex with one other bird at a time it's, it's like in right. the bible see that would have been a scene like in a
0: rob zombie film, Like, are you gonna
1: fuck this bird like, what I'm not gonna fuck this bird <laughs> Oh not oh God. God. say There you go. There's another movie, Rob Zombie's Birdie. I'd watch that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know it, it makes you guys you think scooping I'm ice cream there. in the summertime with your shit heel friends. As long as Sid
0: Haig played Nicolas Cage's dad, that'd be great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you queer for that, man? Too fucking fruity. <laughs>
2: I know it made you guys think of Jacob's Ladder, but it made me think of the uh, episode of My Strange Addiction, where the guys, like, Basically, fucking his his car, and well, he he's... didn't
1: manage. Oh, well, there was a there was a kids in the hall sketch about that. But, oh. <laughs> there was
2: <laughs> all the all the Daves that I know.
1: <laughs> well, just because I bleed all the time doesn't mean uh, uh, that's right, honey. Women do their cars.
2: <laughs>
1: Get a Volkswagen on its back and look so helpless.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no the the biggest upset the biggest disappointment in this whole goddamn movie is that it's just one giant Mo Dean Dong tease. I, I wanted guess. to see me some Mo Dean Dong Oh, and it's, it's only teased harder when
1: Cage walks in and dumps in that leather satchel full of balls. <laughs> yeah, what <is> the fuck, <laughs> There was a lot of ball action. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Bertie! God bless us, everyone! <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting 30 years for these balls! <laughs> is there a thematic reason that La Bamba plays throughout the film? yeah you know, La Bamba was my favorite song when I was four years old but later I heard other songs and it sort of changed for me
2: I like I, I, I love uh, Richie Valens and and, and that was uh, the first I think that was one of the first songs that Donnie and I learned how to play a guitar yes it was of, uh, Oh, weird. is it
1: because Richie so... Valens was in, died in a plane crash yes he did <laughs> well then they could have had some big bopper as well
2: yeah but it, you don't it, want it, it to be weird. too uh, weird what?
1: Oh my oh, you are uh, what?
0: <laughs> I was like, we already have two guys dressed up as fucking pigeons, and we have a guy kissing pigeon a grace. bird and wanting to fuck I made the you bird. a pigeon suit, Al. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I
2: seriously I made I was you a pigeon suit. for a horror That's... movie at that point, and I was really oh man, oh man,
1: oh that would so have so been crazy. so much better. Well, as
0: soon as I saw him in the suit, I started thinking of a Christmas story, where it's like I like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I like pigeons.
2: <laughs>
1: I feel like the Invisible Man.
2: Well, I mean, he, he like, the way he comes out, like, the, the reveal is yeah. like, I made you a pigeon suit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you see? Like, do you see me?
2: <laughs> like, I thought all the, uh, to do is was it to, I made you a woman's suit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can <laughs> be together, together forever. <laughs> You're like, what, a size 14? (laughs) You know, they could do a team-up later on of Nick Cage in his bear suit and Modine back in his pigeon suit, and then you can have bear vs. pigeon.
1: Sequel to bear vs. whale. Yeah, That's a reference you at home won't get.
2: Yeah, it's a film that Adrian and I have been dreaming about making for a while. We watched entirely too many sci-fi
1: original and Lifetime original movies while drinking too much Boone's Farm. (laughs)
2: <laughs> good times and, <laughs> we, and you know we're going to have uh, Busey as bear right? that's right yeah <laughs> and it's hey, been whale. Real. and it's been fun just hasn't been real fun
1: <laughs> uh, Gary Busey if you're listening to this you can get in touch with us uh, via cageskiss.com the
2: there's the contact us section <laughs> have your people get a hold of our people We'll make this We're happen, uh, Bobby.
1: waiting to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
2: I, now I think we
1: need to have Modine's dick. No, <laughs> Modine
2: dong. <laughs> so how
0: or who could have done hey, this love you, better? Matthew <laughs> Modine. Uh,
1: well, uh, for Cage's character, uh, I think Naked since Matthew uh Modine, <laughs> Matthew <laughs> Modine for both roles, amazing. It's a mind fuck. But I, I, think since, uh, since, uh, Cage's character of Al is largely talking to Birdie in the uh, cell at the psych ward that looks like a men's room. Uh, and Modine is not talking back. I thought, uh, y- you know, you might offer this role to Tom Hanks since he proved that he can act with the brick wall, you That's know, uh, in in such films as uh, as Castaway or uh, Joe right. versus the Volcano, or, you know, movies.
2: Could we see his dick? Uh, oh yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Look, you can ask Carlo. Like there, uh, there's nothing sexual about it. I just have a fascination with seeing naked celebrities.
1: If he would volunteer, I think we might find that it was big.
2: Oh, Oh,
1: oh, uh, (laughs) uh, and then and then uh, he could uh, flop the uh, bosom buddies.
2: Uh, (laughs) Uh. We have fun.
0: Ah uh, yes, um, you do.
2: <laughs> One of my biggest regrets in my life is that I will never have seen Peter Fox Dick when he was alive. It probably looked better <sighs> then. Yeah, yeah, I prefer to see it when he was alive than now.
1: But um, oh, well, we got Harvey Keitel, and that still counts for something.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah well, yeah. I and guess uh, you can't
0: doodle with a dead noodle, so there's that.
2: Not um, with that attitude,
0: Bernie. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you don't have to hold on to me I'm just gonna let go and fall to my death on this pile of fucking dirt and I, I'm gonna did, live did
1: anybody else uh, think that fall scene was kind of underdone you know kind of like oh look he kind of just he kind of just plops on the dirt like oh yeah you fell six stories I believe it mean, yeah they had to
2: keep like where's like... my dust cloud <laughs> but they had to keep going back like they were it, it played like what three times? four I times i hard, counted it, it was four times with the, with the
1: landings it's like you don't do that you make like richard donner and you shoot from like nine angles while he's midair including one where it's pov richard donner's awesome well it was no harsh sober,
0: but it still worked
1: yeah he should have broken something <laughs> a lot
0: of some things, but that's also something else too we, we I was don't know very we happy to the we got a cameo from fat known. crazy ethel <laughs>
1: oh <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> she's Wait. just she's just sitting there with her arm bandaged, being like that doctor tried to kill me yeah he took away my chocolate <laughs> okay
2: i have gotta ask is, is that crazy Ethel? was
1: that really her
0: yes that was her i looked that was up, actually I was holy like, shit that's yeah, really I was like, crazy she looks so familiar with nick cage is in the hospital i love her when Nick Cage was in the hospital and Birdie's getting looked over and they say that he may have broken his leg, he may have broken some ribs, the old lady
1: next to him,
0: she was yeah, in a no, movie I was called say, Crazy Fat Ethel.
1: Also oh. known as Criminally Insane, which was followed by Crazy Fat Ethel 2, aka Criminally Insane too. They were both yes. on that Red Letter Media site for a while. Oh, how yes. That's how I saw them. She's a and character awesome. actress.
0: She hasn't done many movies, but yeah, she's very recognizable. But she totally distinguished herself in those movies yes
2: yeah yeah she didn't even need to say anything in this movie
0: that's exactly. right Exactly. was powerful thing.
2: hey like, so I i'm think gonna I, stab you i think i figured <laughs> <laughs> i think i figured it out um okay we don't see um i, I know as adrian called it before modine pain yeah, because he broke it that's what he broke. Oh, in the fall, <laughs> it oh, it all
1: makes sense now.
2: That's what broke. You landed
0: no. so right we on. We can it. talk at length about Modine peen, but when we talk about the reality <laughs> of him fucking a bird,
1: you draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't want yeah. to think about
2: a fucking a bird i want to think we, about it
1: should tick. we bring up the scene where he pries the canary out of the cat's mouth and the cat's really not having any fun
2: oh, it really looked kitty. like he was
1: pushing it in the cat's mouth I know, at one it's, point it's, it's, you get this really cute like orange cat right there just being like meow yeah. Be
2: canary meow. yeah a cute little ginger kitty
0: is like ah, yeah. fuck you. this is my dinner Fuck <laughs> yeah. you. yeah see, that's why i was I mean, this with this because when the bird like escapes you this bird so bad why is it so yeah. easy to get him well it's like when the bird escapes and then it's like he's trying to open the window and the bird comes crashing through and breaks its neck. It's like I laughed, but
1: I was also really fucking sad. Like, what the fuck? I was it's getting a invested commercial this shit. So 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 um. uh, if we if we wanna if we wanna, you know, like hindsight twenty twenty on that, it's like, oh my bird broke my window and died. It's either a commercial for window screens or <laughs> for him having closed the drapes and the bird not attempting to re-enter through glass.
0: Yeah. Alright. But I just, well, the, the only I thing I can know. say Nick Cage actually did really well that actually was very good and where I cared about the fucking movie was his speech to Birdie understanding how the world works, at least his version of.
1: Oh, yeah, and, life is shitty.
0: Yeah, and it's just how you're yeah. brought up to think that you know how shit works and that nobody can tell you what to do. And suddenly you realize you have no grasp on the world itself and that you just feel you're being swallowed up to it to the point where you're just like, fuck the rest of the world, fuck everyone else. Let's just stay away from people altogether and be With crazy. Shit at the wall. And it's like yeah. that was great. That was very I cool. That yeah.
2: was the scene that actually made me cry yes it's like that's why i
0: said it's like i really wanted to get invested in this and i really enjoyed it and i started like oh my god i'm gonna fucking cry watching this and then it's like it's
2: a big joke (laughs) haha (laughs) lol (laughs) fucking (laughs) start (laughs) playing (laughs) la (laughs) bamba bitch that was one of my favorite quotes is that we should just hide out and not talk to anybody and every so often go crazy and run up the wall and (laughs) spit (laughs) (laughs) i also uh, love but that scene this where time he, he you get a... to be
0: the pigeon
2: uh, <laughs> <fucking> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah who's purda in that 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 thing but but the, during that scene when purda flies through the literally through the window um I I couldn't help but notice it's also the scene where I don't know if if Al got drafted or if he volunteered and was just going yeah that's off okay that's another that. thing
1: I wanted to bring up I found that conspicuously uh, he, absent like the four times they went through this movie I probably watched yeah I think he it's said like, he was drafted when he was
0: talking to his superior I think he said he was drafted in
1: uh, that they both we just were. never get the bit where Birdie finds out he has to go like you'd think like yeah. that would have been a moment to include. Yeah, yeah. As opposed yeah. to the part where their their shady friend from the junkyard is abducts dogs to electrocute. Oh to god, dog we dog didn't face. even talk about that. We didn't. But you I know why like... we didn't talk about it? Because it was completely superfluous. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Wow, like... life is sure fucked up. Dogs get electrocuted to make dog food." It's like, well, yeah, but you didn't really weave it in there, dude. It's just kind of sitting on the end.
2: But that scene where where like Perda dies and and Al is taking off, it kind of made me uh like it, it supports your guys' theory of like Jacob's ladder where it's yes. it's not really happening because it's just like he's so disconnected from that scene and from saying goodbye. And it's like he only starts crying once. Perta's dead, but like Perta's dead, and his friend has gone off to the war all at the same time. It just seemed like a
0: well. That's why Nick Cage said that he wished he had left on better terms than how they did.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is going to come across as kind of a weird question, but this is something that sort of sort of got. Did he fuck the wringled. bird? <laughs> well, oh, oh, well, yeah, we know we did. How else did she have those baby birds? Duh, it's <laughs> nature. I mean, um, he was
2: laying naked in her poop. But this, Okay, no, I
1: try not to let that color my perception of this film. My bias too much. But birds are horrible, shedding shit monsters. Yeah, they
2: yeah, are. Yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah. you know,
1: like I have a very close friend, a very dear friend in Illinois, you know, and he's really into birds and like bird watching and all that. And it's like, more power to you, dude. It's like, and and when they're in nature, it's fine. You don't have to do anything, you know. But like, you're gonna keep them. Yeah, God, no um
2: at least a dog will play with you yeah sometimes yeah, it'll yeah, just eat the shit
1: dogs <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, well yeah electrocute them and sell sir? them for dog food <laughs>
0: dogs are fucking mongrel animals that need to die
2: <laughs>
0: except I for corgi good
2: day <laughs>
1: <laughs> i like corgi dogs they're like little smiley footstools <laughs> Dogs I'm kind of OCD awesome. though. I can't have pets of any description. You know, like they're they're gonna poop eventually, and I'm just not gonna be able to deal with it.
2: You're just gonna lay naked in it.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yes>. uh, <laughs> it's and everywhere. listen to the
1: Manhunter soundtrack the whole time. <laughs> God fucking damn. Oh, oh, hey, speaking of Michael Mann, by the way, uh, Peter Gabriel has an interesting distinction. Um, in, in the uh, in 1984 and 85, when uh when Miami Vice was still good, and and you know the first half of '86. Um, the soundtrack to that show was like basically what was the trendsetting shit right there. The songs that made it onto there that was like muy bueno exposure, right? Mm -hmm. No artist was featured on Miami Vice more than Peter Gabriel. No, he actually appeared more than Phil Collins. Well, how about that? Believe it or not, even though they're both musical geniuses, you know. So, what
0: point are we at here now?
1: I mean, uh, well, we've... I was I was gonna ask like when you're watching this film, did it feel like,
0: like you should be did... masturbating?
1: Yes, uh,
0: oh, well, all the time. I mean, those two <laughs> guys just keep taking their shirts without off without
2: mercy. The <laughs> girl can't help herself.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> um, no, but like like okay, so so the 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 visuals here, the thing the things cause locations don't really matter, right? Like not 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 yeah. not in what they objectively are. It's how they're they're um, how how a filmmaker portrays them. In the portrayal of this film the way it was, did this feel, like, did this feel especially American to you? Did this feel like American life? Did this feel like Americana to you? Since we're doing a film about Vietnam in the 60s. Loosely. Loosely, uh, but did it, I, I, no, I, I'm not talking about films that oversell it, like fucking Forrest no. Gump or anything like that, you know, I'm just talking about, like, because I feel like, uh, honestly, I feel like Alan Parker sort of missed the boat on his subject, it yeah, kind of feels like the the
0: Italian burn. making their version of Americana.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like a mockbuster. Well
2: yeah, you get the part feel like the like the sixties to me. It no. felt like much earlier.
1: Yeah, uh well yeah, that's part that's probably because of the use of the locations, and that's why I bring up Alan Parker again. Yeah. It's like because the, the high school, right? You know, it's like oh it's <laughs> like, oh, we just had class, I'm gonna go have some mystery me at American high school, teenager. And Matthew Modine's <laughs> like yeah, I do American high school 1960s things, but I have to go to the eerie room under the school and watch my father who works here shovel coal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we were in a British boarding school in 1939. <laughs> Which again, I and, have and, to give and them... And scenes in the hospital too. I'm kind of like, this... Mm,
2: Wait, mm, yeah. is his staff Freddy Krueger? He could be. <laughs> what the, what
0: the you one have one one to one give him credit again for the fact that they have the most non-fucking-Italian name ever just thrown out of a Scrabble
1: bag. Oh, Alfonso what are you talking about? Al- Al- Alfonso Colombato, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Thank
2: you for Colombo.
1: I have great respect for the Italians. I love you all.
2: I I love that scene where he's it's, it's, he's introducing the orderly. I like your
0: Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's real authentic, yeah, authentic Italiano.
1: It's when Italian. I
2: feel like I'm family. throwing your
1: balls in my yard. You see this? I keep it down.
2: I love that scene, though, when the doctor is introducing him to the orderly and he says, you'll like him. He's Italian. You'll like him. He's Italian, too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how you doing, Nicholas Cage?
1: How you doing Italian-American? Hey, what it is? Meatballs, right? Tasta fondue. Yeah, I don't even know. Paisano. Meat balls. <laughs> balls. right. You ever watch The Sopranos? It was beautiful. I'm going to go listen to my Frank Sinatra record. A little bit of
2: Sicily in real nice.
0: <laughs> he was as oh. Italian as he was fucking Irish in the last movie.
2: <laughs> Picture uh. it. <in> Sicily. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, we, if we go by Nicolas Cage performances,
1: Italian Americans are always uh, ripped high school guys who boob yes. yes. grab. Yes.
2: Boob grab! Boob grab! Ow! uh hey so uh a little little bit off the topic but uh oh, i, I please. did
1: <laughs> i was gonna get a little off topic too but i'll let you go first just a tad toward end, off topic
2: Towards the end of the movie what the fuck when he, he like gives a running kick to the orderly's nuts yeah <laughs> it was kind of a
0: wide open shot
2: yeah, it's oh basis. come on he's just doing his job he's just doing his job well again that's what got me it's like okay uh, again, he shoved the, the guy the
1: only time we see he's... black people is uh the guy who's wounded in vietnam and the one orderly who runs in first
2: yeah neither of them have any lines which still it but bothered Danny me. Glover was
0: almost in this birdie was well, a fucking troll <laughs> It's like, why didn't you talk to him? I didn't have anything to say to him. Like,
1: you fucking bitch. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, I felt like the movie had to be five minutes longer, Al. Yeah, which again goes
0: into the whole Jacobs Ladder thing. Yes, it's like he's yes. doing the Fucking frog routine from
1: He's Warner Brothers. Bernie the whole time. Yes. But
2: that's what I'm thinking. Like, like, oh, how fucking like convenient is that? That he he just shuts the fuck up when the doctor is there. Yeah. So, like, I, I totally agree with you that it, it's uh it, it seemed a little too Jacob's flattery to me. It Although did, that but... scene,
1: like the car scene, is also like uh, you know,
2: hi doggy. You know, we're in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to do an
1: entire scene. We have a complex fight fi- complex flashback scenario that we have to play out here so we're not going to actually develop anything but something Um, i will say i think nick cage was
0: genius on was when he said i'm calling bullshit that you're not acting like a bird even though you're trying to and i think the main reason he knew he was full of shit and not actually psychologically believing he was a bird is because he was still shitting in the toilet unless that poor lady (laughs) was having to clean shit (laughs) off the floor all oh, day. Oh, dude, dude! Hey, Tom no, Six no, is birdie, just a it. full-on deuce on camera. <laughs> <laughs> like, we want you to commit and drop a deuce on the fucking floor. <laughs> I, I, I'm,
1: I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put this out there right now. I know, I know. Uh, people listening along at home, you may, you may, you may not know us very well by this point. You know, when, you know, when you're listening to a podcast, you know, like the opinions of the people that you're listening to is sometimes colorable, whether you continue to listen or not. So I'm just gonna put it out right right now i really enjoyed the first two human centipede movies they really were great <laughs> i still haven't seen part three <laughs> yeah. don't i'm putting i'm putting that right out there
3: they fuck <laughs> a shanked
0: hole in a man's kidney in part three
2: well oh who shit is it
1: still streaming yeah <laughs> i hope so well i know uh, what
2: we're doing after the this episode
1: uh, for those following along at home, I watched David Cronenberg's Crash on Purpose, and I owned it on DVD. In fact, that was my first DVD.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: and after this, we're gonna go have a big ol'
0: ice cream party in the kitchen. <laughs>
1: Woo! Woo! Yeah! <laughs>
0: don't google ice cream party <laughs> oh,
2: oh, oh. same with windmill Do is not it gonna look be like that a lemon windmill? party
1: we had that time
0: oh, with Grandpa Cage. I was like what's a lemon party look
1: it up it's an album I tonic isn't it I just love their music
2: Right. What's a lemon party <laughs> for poop stupid? So I guess it's gonna be our
0: uh where we start whoring ourselves because I don't know where we can go from lemon parties. No, no,
2: no we need cagey wisdom. Oh god uh, damn, wrap the whole
1: tit nipple and all. I mean yeah, he did say that. Yeah. He he reminded us that tits are in fact necessary. He even yeah. stopped in the
0: middle of his fucking makeout at the prom to make the hand grabbing tit gesture repeatedly to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like just uh, in case you forgot. Uh,
2: they got boobs. <laughs> I've got no <laughs> <little> boobs. <laughs> hey, hey, give her mammary gland a good old handshake. <laughs> it just it reminded me of
0: Carl from Teen Hunger Force. Was like grab her oh, buttocks. Did, did you ever hear that
1: story
2: <laughs> about Chicks that
0: woman like who had sex with a, a bee? Line.
1: <laughs>
2: Oh, you she keeps yelling at
1: me I like this language, I like some demon yelling at me. It's
2: funny <laughs> that you would talk about Aqua Teen Hunger Force because the whole thing made me think of, uh, of Meatwad with uh, in and Burke with the some Holo. Robocop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Meatwad you're is pretty pretty much.
2: You're a newbie, I'd start off with the frog or the bumblebee or the <laughs> <laughs> you know, work your way up to the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Mewon no pretty boy. much could have been banana. Birdie in this and Shake would have been Nick Cage
2: Oh my god Oh
1: I would have watched the shit out of that I've always wanted to fly Does you want really to fly with me? No Frylock We were not using your tools <laughs> What about popcorn?
0: I've like, had sex with lots of girls I know what I'm doing
1: <laughs> Shut up and eat your cheese sandwich <laughs> Jesus!
2: You fool! Oh. How you flew,
1: <laughs> Oh man, nothing's uh, as good as that.
2: Uh, hey, well, so, so
1: for nothing else, we gave you a lot of viewing suggestions, audience. You know. Yeah. 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 yeah
2: like not like, off-topic like at all. <laughs> um, okay, so wisdom. Uh, I I I I, got, I was able to get a couple. What things. screens
1: on your windows? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or uh yeah maybe watch your bird a little more closely and actually yeah, you keep your bird yeah yeah don't don't lie naked and bird poop that just sounds like uh like maybe flu waiting to happen
0: you, you just kind of sounded a bit m- like milwaukee wisconsin <laughs> like, yeah don't don't go laying naked with bird poop yeah you
2: don't yeah, want to do, do that oh, yeah and you know you're not gonna want your bird. Poop <laughs>
1: jesus <laughs> You know, with oh, the wind chill, it was more like a hundred below.
0: You don't want to fuck a pigeon either. That that's terrible. You don't want to do that. <laughs> Why do people eat pigeons? Good God! Did did he eat the pigeon after he fucked it? Oh yeah.
1: What? Hey, wait, wait. This that makes you this a sequel to the, the Cotton pigeon. Club China kind
2: of too. <laughs> <laughs> you got to feel the whole pigeon.
1: Pigeons just get in the way, Al. No, Birdie. Pigeons are necessary. God
2: damn it but if if al were to give it to share his wisdom he'd probably say something about not abandoning your friends that you could support each other through anything and a good friend will stand by you through thick and thin and tweet no homo tweet tweet tweet, (laughs) for (laughs) you
1: cheap cheap little chicken
2: He'd probably say, uh, no matter how strange you are, even if you're you're a bird fucker, you could find a friend who gets you. You could find your friend's soulmate or soulmates. Uh, they might be out there, even if you're a bird fucker. And he would also say, you got to make them like you. You got to talk to them like you're interested in all that crap they go on about. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah, oh. and I think also you have to remember... It doesn't matter how special you are or were, because you're just going to end up like one of those dogs nobody wants. And this, what's so great about this fucking world anyway?
1: Yeah, you're going to get electrocuted and turn to dog food. Nah, <laughs> yeah. for a dollar. Every day I pray for death. <laughs> this is your house and you're in it and I'm out here laughing.
0: I don't know no
2: better.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what do we have professionals? They wouldn't now, use your no chickens. Uh well I would say please, please, please listen, follow, rate, and review cages Kiss on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is.
1: Uh Admit and to your friends you listen to it.
2: Yes, please. Pour us out, please. Um and Stitcher and Spotify, especially on iTunes, uh, you know we could use all the help we can get if you like if the show we any
1: glaring errors rub our faces in it please
2: oh yeah yeah god yeah um and if you like the show please tell your friends about it and uh rate and review us if you don't like the show if you fucking hate us go ahead and troll us go ahead and uh give us that bad review
1: tell your friends and, that too
2: yeah tell all your friends how god awful we are Um, And speaking of which, I would like to give a shout out to somebody who actually gave us a good review. Holy crap. uh, Yeah, Nomi X on iTunes. Where you at? Where you at, my chud? (laughs) Thank you so much for the review and the rate, Nomi X, and for not trolling us.
1: And uh, you can find me, Adrian, online as Leo Le Fox on DeviantArt.com, where I artwork quite frequently. You could do the same thing for money on my Patreon, which I think is under the same thing. Or you could check out my YouTube under uh, EA Smith and uh, see me review books that you didn't read. And uh, you can find Donnie somewhere on Twitter or some such, right?
0: uh yeah you can find me fucking birds apparently (laughs) and on twitter i'm unreal goals look for the picture of a man standing outside in a bird suit also i'm on instagram as stillgar the twi'lek please don't follow me i rather prefer following porn blogs and bird fuckers and you made us a pigeon suit (laughs) i did just for you for you.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't want to be a pigeon.
1: <laughs> you don't have any choice, Al. You're a pigeon now, just like me. <laughs> you. Just like, no, tonight. I'll I'll you fellas you give your asthma. <sighs> I kept
2: thinking about, I kept thinking of her and banana. I, <laughs> tonight. Uh, remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and on Twitter. At Cages Kiss. You can visit our website at CagesKiss.com and you can write to us at CagesKiss at Gmail.com. Of course, those are all without the apostrophe.
1: And yeah. I guess that uh, makes this your Cages Kiss Off. No, no, no,
3: no, 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 We gleaned all the wisdom we could from this film so you don't have to watch it. Linda bought this on my voodoo. It cost thirteen ninety nine and will haunt my dreams till the end of my days. The end of my days. Don't watch this movie. Do 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 Don't rent this movie. Dee 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 Dee. This film's ending is so clever. Booby This film's ending is so clever, said no one ever, but it makes it feel artistic. Do 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 Don't have sex with any birds now. Do 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 do. It's highly immoral and also illegal in most places And God will likely judge you do, 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 do. Don't watch this movie do, 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 do. Don't rent this movie We watched it so you don't have to Don't suffer through it and save yourself the money do, 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 do. Donate us your money do, 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 do. We want all the money